Happy Friday, everyone. It is Friday, July 12th, 2019. And as always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. I guess they weren't in order last week since I didn't do an episode last week, but what are you going to do? I haven't missed one in like a year, so fucking sue me. We're going to go ahead and get on with the show now. Let's go ahead and do today's birthdays before we get into what's been happening this week. All right, happy birthday to Henry David Thoreau, George Eastman, Milton Berle, Christine McVie, Cheryl Ladd, and Julio Cesar Chavez. Also on this date in 1973, Grand Funk records We're an American Band. So we're going to go ahead and make that today's song of the day. A couple of quick reminders like I do every week for the people that are finding me for the first time. Uh, reminder number one, you're going to hear some background noise in this podcast. It's not done in a studio. It's not edited and mixed professionally. It's an amateur podcast. It's meant to have background noise in it. It's meant to be you and I sitting on the deck shooting the shit. So don't freak out if you hear background noise. Number two, this every episode of my podcast has some music to it. They have an intro song. I have a song at the end of the day. I have a song that takes us into the birthdays every week. You can't hear any of that if you're not listening on an Anchor platform, so if you're on your computer, go to anchor.fm, or if you're on your smartphone, just download the free Anchor app. You get my podcast, dozens of others, and it's all free. And the last reminder I do every week, if you got time, swing by the website, tompowelljr.com. That's tompowelljr.com, where you're going to find some blog articles I've written, some pictures of me and the family, and some other things that we've done, some of my travels. But most importantly, you're going to find a link in which you can buy my first book in paperback and ebook formats. That book is entitled A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco-Loving Deadhead. And uh, you, if you're here in the Shanahan or Manuka area, you can go to the Shanahan branch of the Three Rivers Public Library and check it out there as well. Uh, also celebrate accordingly as today is National Pecan Pie Day and National Collector Car Appreciation Day. All right, with all of that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into what's been going on over the course of the last couple of weeks since I didn't do a podcast last week. Uh, The one big thing that happened to me over the last week from a social media standpoint was I got a seven-day stay in the Facebook pokey. Uh, Again, now I've I've had the you can't post for a couple of hours, and then I got the you can't post for a day. And then I got the you can't post for 48 hours. And then they slapped me with the you can't post for three days. And now they've hit me with a you can't post for seven days. And all for shit that I have found on Facebook. Now I run a page on Facebook that people seem to like a little bit. It's called the Powell Entertainment Company page. Basically it's a politics free meme dumping zone for anything that I find hilarious and stupid on the internet. And I just post stupid, funny memes to it. That's all I do. And every meme that I find, I find, well, 99% of the memes are found on Facebook. But I have my page set as open instead of closed, so there are certain restrictions that go with that. And there are things that you can't post in there unless I had made it like, you know, a closed page. But come on, Facebook, Zucky, baby. The meme was a photograph of, uh, like, a set of chairs on a beach. An actual photograph, not a drawing. And there was a guy sitting in one of them, like, a, you know, a chaise lounger. And it, there was a woman laying there, what seeming to be giving him oral, sucking his dick, if you will. 
and there was a towel over her head, and there was some text to the meme that basically, to some effect, said, because if there's a towel, you're invisible. Okay? And they said it violated community standards because it depicted a sexual act. (sighs) Facebook. Come on. That meme is not even close to being offensive. It's not even close. And your algorithms picked it up in a nanosecond. The minute I hit post, I got the notification that I got a seven-day ban. And here's the most fucked up part about the whole thing. Is I, I sent it to appeal. And I got a notification the next day saying, we got it wrong. Your picture is back up on your Facebook page. And my picture is not back up. And I was still in jail for seven days. So, Facebook has a splendid domain. That's some bullshit right there. You guys got to get your shit together. There are people actually putting really nasty bullshit stuff on Facebook. And you're giving people like me a seven-day stay in the pokey for a fucking meme. Okay? A meme. And not even a bad meme. I mean, I've posted way more offensive shit than that. And nothing's happened. But yeah, once again... We live in a world full of, of, of panty-waisted, trouser-wearing, poodle-walking, bath-taking fancy lads. And I go to jail for seven days for a completely innocent, and, if I do say so myself, fucking hilarious meme. It's no wonder that organizations like Mad Magazine are going out of business. If people can't handle a meme like this... They surely can't handle the -the off-the-wall blue humor of something so genius as the Mad Magazine was. And can we all just have a moment of silence for Mad Magazine? Thank you. What a great publication. Grew up with Mad Magazines. Spy vs. Spy, Alfred E. Newman. Mad Magazine was the shit. And the great thing about Mad Magazine... They didn't give a damn who they were making fun of. Everybody got it equally. Everybody across the board got it equally. But, you know, I mean, they can't, people can't even handle that. So it's no wonder why folks are getting thrown in. You Folks, if you're listening to this for the first time, go find my Facebook page. I'm serious. The Powell Entertainment Company. Just go look at it. I'm not even asking you to go like or follow it. I mean, obviously, I'd like for you to like or follow it. Just go take a look at it. Scroll through it. And tell me what, if anything, about that page is offensive. Stunning. What's going on in the world. But I guess we shouldn't really expect anything but this. Am I right? I mean, you guys listen to this podcast every week. You hear about the stupidity... Of, of humankind. We shouldn't expect anything else like this. I mean, uh, a shining example of some of the stupidity that, that we deal with on a day-to-day basis is, uh, I, I, you'll have to forgive me, I don't even know her name, but uh, there's, a, there's a picture going around, you'll find it on, on my page, that, a, a picture going around of a woman that, that went on social media to bitch out the manufacturer of a swimsuit that she had purchased. 
and she was just ripping them up one side and down the other and telling people she shouldn't buy a swimsuit from there. And it's because she wore the swimsuit and it was extraordinarily uncomfortable and her vagina kept falling out. And she posted a picture of herself standing in the swimsuit next to her friend in her swimsuit. And uh, the, the manufacturer of the swimsuit actually replied back to her social media post and said, uh, we, we, we recognize what the problem is. We're sorry you're having an issue, uh, but it appears as if you're wearing the swimsuit upside down. So what it was, was it was a one piece. So you go over the crotch, uh, comes up, goes over the whole belly and chest, and then there's one strap over one shoulder, not two straps. And so she turned it upside down, and she was wearing the crotch part up at her shoulder, and she was wearing the shoulder strap part around her vaj. Now, <clears throat> listen. Full disclosure. Okay, I, I don't. I don't have a vagina, so I. I don't know what the trigger would be for me to go. Hey, something's not right. But I. I would imagine. That it's got to be close to your swimsuit being eaten alive by your, your meat curtains. I mean, I, listen, if, if I put on a, a, something over my, my dick and balls, let's just be, we're all adults here. I put something on over my schlong. And let's just say it barely covers the schlong itself and the boys are just hanging out at either side. Well, that's a red flag to me. Something's not right. I need to investigate this further. Otherwise, the knockers are going to be clanging all the way down the street. So how in the hell is a member of our species stupid enough to put the bathing suit on upside down, have the shoulder strap climb up into her veg, and her go, eh, that must be how they made it. Let's go to the beach. Sweetheart. Listen, I can't even imagine the number of people that were watching you walk around the pool or the beach or wherever the fuck you wore that swimsuit. Just seeing, you know, Martha Vandella hanging out of the fucking, the, the bottom of your bathing suit. Come on. Now, the post didn't go into any great detail, but for the love of everybody around her, I hope she was at least doing some womanscaping down in the area. You know, at least it didn't, wasn't look like she was trying to, to, to smuggle Lenny Kravitz out of there. Oof. Lady, pay attention to your surroundings. But no, 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 no. The dumbasses that we are as a society today, she just lets this bathing suit ride right up into her vagina, goes to the beach or pool or wherever the hell she went, takes pictures, and then has the nerve to go, I, I have to say nerve because clearly she doesn't have balls because there's no way balls would fit in that. <clears throat> and she goes on social media and bitches out the company that manufactured it. And good on the company for coming back to her and going, eh, 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 eh. no, no. That's not how any of this shit works.
You put it on wrong. I mean, it's just idiots galore on parade. Idiots galore. How stupid are we as a society? Not only are we that stupid, check this shit out. There are fucking people in this world, and apparently a lot of them, who are buying the used bath water the used bath water of an Instagram influencer named Belle Daphne for $30 a jar. She's one of these freakazoid, mongoloid freaks on, on Instagram. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I just, that's how I feel. She, if she happens to see this, you know, you may very well be a lovely young lady. But what you're doing on, on Instagram is just stupid. It's, 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 it's cosplay is what it is. She dresses up like toys and dolls to get freaks off. I saw the article, saw that she was on Instagram. I went to Instagram and looked up her account. By the way, there are four accounts. And in all of them, she's dressed up in, in, in little, almost like, imagine Halloween costumes for tweens. Tiny little, this girl's 18 years old, and it's like tiny little uh, cosplay outfits that make her look like like toys and dolls, and then I, it, freaks follow her in order to jerk off to something young and, and, and innocent. <clears throat> and now she's figured out that these freaks will buy small jars of her used bathtub water for 30 bucks a jar. And she's selling them. She's selling them. Now, I mean, in her, at least she's telling people that it's not for consumption. That it's for sentimental purposes only. Which really does make me wonder how many of these goddamn freaks are actually consuming her used bath water at 30 bucks a jug. Who, who does that? Who, anybody you know doing that? I mean, let's just say you don't do it. Is there anybody in your circle do you think is stupid enough to buy used bath water from a stranger that does cosplay on Instagram? Because I don't know a soul. And if I did, I think we'd have an intervention today. Just used bathtub water. The freaks that live in this world absolutely stun me on a day-in and day-out basis. That's the kind of weird next-level shit. Those people got, like, secret rooms in their basement and shit. Oh, just weird. Absolutely fucking weird. And let's just say it is used bathtub water. Let's say she's not scamming people, okay? Which could very well be the case. I mean, you know, there's always been that long-running joke that, you know, all bottled water 
is getting you know filled up by by two hippies in a bathtub in Pittsburgh. There is no spring well water that's being bottled. But let's just say she's not scamming people. She's not filling up uh, jugs of just tap water and then sending it out for thirty bucks. <coughs> let's say she takes a bath. The one thing I was looking for was to see if there if there was like a a video of her like scooping up jugs out of a bathtub, and I couldn't find any. So, but let's just say it's real. What what's that water got to be like by the time it gets to you? It's already used bathtub water. Now she's not working for a living, so she's not probably not working up that much of a sweat. She doesn't look like she could sweat. She looks like she's porcelain, but. It's still bath, bathtub water. So what is that water like by the time it gets to you? How nasty is that shit? I mean, does it smell like cotton candy, menthol cigarettes, and desperation? It's just such a weird story. That's got to be some rank-ass shit if it's real. I wouldn't want it anywhere near me. That's how, that's how Ebola outbreaks begin. That's how the zombie apocalypse is going to begin. Now, I told you the zombie apocalypse was supposed to have already begun based on the methed-up attack squirrel that the police uh, released down in, the, uh, down in the southern states of Indiana or uh, of, of the United States. Uh, my guess is that that squirrel just hasn't come in contact with another human yet. So that's coming. But this is, a, this, this is another case. If we are truly sending used bathtub water around, that we're, we're going we're gonna to have a new viral outbreak that's going to start eating people's brains. As nasty as it was, I'll bet it still smelled better than uh, the vagina of this woman who was caught on video spraying the perfume sample up her skirt. You guys see that one? She was in a store, uh, the CCTV caught her. She was looking at some perfume and she sprayed it on her wrist and then she sprayed it on her other wrist and she sprayed it on her neck and she was smelling the bottle and she sprayed a little bit on her, like the outside of her dress and then she smelled the bottle again and then she gave a look around and she pulled up her skirt and she put the perfume under her skirt and sprayed up her vag. Now, no name or anything like that came with the story. It was just a video that was going around with a short... Uh, news release that this was caught on close uh, circuit TV and the woman did this and then put the bottle back on the shelf and and it just a, a little blip in the news radar but I mean if you happen to be listening to that woman who was on the on the uh, the camera caught there spraying perfume samples into her vagina if you happen to catch this podcast <clears throat> you gotta wash it honey you can't just mask the smell of it, okay? It's it's you gotta you gotta at least give yourself a little bit of the house. Even even if you don't want to go into the shower, at least a little bit of the house, your father. You know what I'm saying? Wash up your face and your and your genitals, the whore's bath, if you will. But you gotta wash it. You can't just mask the smell because the smell will will puncture through the masking, okay? Certain things puncture through the masking. Your sweaty vagina is one. A man's sweaty balls is another. 
This is not solely uh, exclusionary to the female race. Believe me, a man's nutsack will stink to high heaven and back. But see, a sweaty genitalia, the smell of genitalia, it, it's not equal to uh, weed, okay? Good weed, if you can smell good weed from across the room. If you smell pussy from across the room, it ain't the good pussy. Same with balls. So, you know, you might have been in a hurry to get somewhere and you just wanted to freshen up. I could appreciate that. You, you might want to buy the bottle if it was that close to your, 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 uh, your hoo-ha. But if what your intention was, was that was your, uh, your version of freshening yourself up, then uh, that's not how it works. You, you got to wash it. Some things, suffice it to say, need a good scrubbing. And if you're there trying to mask your smell with, uh, with some over-the-counter perfume, then maybe your Vahana is one of the things that needs a good scrubbing. Just get into the shower, get yourself a loofah, go into fucking town, take care of business. Now, you guys may have noticed a trend so far this week. The trend is entirely and utterly not my doing. It's just the stories that I happen to find while perusing the old interwebs. But let's take a look at the stories thus far and tell me if you see a trend. We talked about the woman wearing the bathing suit upside down. We talked about the woman selling her used bath water. And we've talked about the woman spraying department store perfume samples up her vener. Yeah, it just seems for some reason all the stories that hit this week had to do with crazy ass women. And you you go back and you listen to my podcast and that is not a trend that I do on purpose. There, there is equal men and women story throughout my podcast every week. But this week, it just seems to be all women. So let's go ahead and keep the string of crazy ass fucking women going. So obviously, since last time I was on the air, we've had the uh, stank ass, whoever the hell she was, uh, that was licking the ice cream. And putting it back into the, uh, the into the, the the store freezer, you guys have seen that one, okay? That's that's another crazy ass woman, and that one has been getting a lot of traction and is a lot of notoriety. But have you heard about? Let me get the town here. Wichita Falls, Texas. Wichita Falls, Texas, has two WalMarts. Here recently, they got called to one Walmart because some psycho broad was walking around the Walmart with a full sheet cake and a fork. She picked one up out of the bakery and started walking around the Walmart and started eating the sheet cake. Okay, first, it's not a bag of grapes, boo. And she didn't just take a bite. By the time the cops got to her, she had eaten half of the sheet cake. And then when they talked to her about it, she put it back. They're like, no, 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 you got to pay for that. And she said, no, I'm not paying for that. 
you'd have cake. It's not a sample. She ate half a sheet cake while walking around her local Walmart. Now, back in January, apparently, the cops in the same town got called to the other Walmart, Wichita Falls, Texas. Because at that Walmart, back in January, apparently there was a woman riding around the Walmart parking lot on one of those electric scooters they provide, drinking wine out of a Pringles can. Yeah. Apparently, the women in Wichita Falls, Texas, are extra crazy. I mean, listen. If you were trying to get some wine into your system and there, were, there was no other conveyance other than a Pringles can and, and, and you, you found one and you utilized it, then points for outside-the-box thinking. Improvise, overcome, adapt. I'm right there with you, sweetheart. You do what you got to do. You're talking to a guy that has smoked marijuana out of apples and Pepsi cans. Okay, I've been there with you. I've made pipes out of aluminum foil by wrapping them around a pencil. I'm with you. But you can't just fill the Pringles can full of wine and then do donuts in the Walmart parking lot on an electric scooter. That's where you kind of go over the batshit crazy line. Just everybody down in Wichita Falls, Texas, you chill, chill. You guys are giving Florida a run for your money. Two crazy women at two Walmarts in six months? That is, that is some production. The batshit crazy manufacturing plant down there in Texas is cranking them out. But if I'm doing a string of crazy batshit women stories, you know, you know what's going to come next. You know it. Fucking wait for it, Sean. You son of a bitch. You wait for it. I haven't done it yet. The next story I have to tell you is yet another bad shit crazy woman. Sean, enough. You wait. 52-year-old Lita Chrysostomo from, Sean, take it away. Florida. This woman is some fucking crazy, crazy. This is uh, this is like she she's crazy and grew up next to some nuclear waste crazy. This woman, fifty-two years old. Remember, fifty-two years old. She robs a post truck, a post, a mail truck, by coming up to it and pulling out a gun, getting him to stop, getting him out of the package or the the truck. And, and then taking a package from the mail truck. Now, keep in mind, the gun was fake. It was a fake gun. looked real, but it was a fake gun. So she robs a mail truck with a fake gun, takes one random package, and flees on a tricycle. That is Apex, Florida. And then it gets even better. When the cops eventually found her and caught up to her... 
after getting a description from the postal carrier and some eyewitness bullshit, they, the cops went off looking for this batshit crazy broad. And what did they find? They found her foaming at the fucking mouth talking about how it was okay because she's God. God damn. You gotta love Florida. You gotta love Florida. You guys, some of you guys that are probably hearing me for the first time are like, who the hell is Sean? Sean is a gentleman that lives in the same town as I live in. Our children have known each other. Uh, uh, I know his wife. I know his kids. I know him. He's a decent guy. We get along and he listens to my podcast. And I swear to God, Sean only listens to the podcast to see what the hell happened in the great state of Florida next. Because I do a shit ton of Florida stories. And I don't do them on purpose. Honestly, I don't. I'm not trying to shit on Florida. I have family in Florida. I have friends in Florida. It's just that Florida is fucking Florida. And they just keep coming up with the gold medal week after week, month after month, year after year for breeding the most batshit crazy motherfuckers to walk the countryside. It's fucking Florida. You know, I don't go, all right, type into the old Google machine, give me Florida stories. Nah, I just start flipping through shit and then, ah, here's one from Texas, here's one from Oklahoma, boom, one from Florida every fucking week. And this woman's no exception. Here's the question I have about the, about the, the whole Florida story. Even if you think the gun is real, Okay, you're the, you're the mailman. You're in the truck. She's in front of you, pointing a gun at you. You stop the mail truck. She orders you to get out of the truck. You get out of the truck. You think the gun is real. She takes a package, and then she flees on a tricycle. You try to tell me that when she turns her back and gets on that tricycle and starts pedaling away, you can't tackle her? You can't take her off that tricycle? I mean, not only do we need to lock up the batshit crazy Florida woman, but somebody needs to be talking to that mailman. You got to bring him in for some evaluation. He's got to go to some nut-up classes. Some fucking thing. You didn't even think about just knocking her off the goddamn tricycle? Oh, well. So that's a slew of crazy women stories. That just so all happen to pop at the same time. As I'm, I, what I do is I find stories and I read an article and I go, oh, got to talk about that. And then I, I copy the link to the article and I just put it in a note in my, in my iPhone. And I've got them all lined up. And then I, I sit down Thursday morning and I start piecing them together in a certain order on how I want to tell them. And I, and I make some notes. That's, that's how I put together the Sugar Week. It's, it's, you know, I'm not... You know, diving deep into a ton of research. I'm just seeing the shit that's stupid that's out there that I'm talking about. That's it. And it just so happened that every time I, I saved another link, every time I saved another link, it was a story about a woman. It was a story about a woman. And and so it just so happened to be. It was not meant to be a, a, a man, these fucking bitches are crazy out here. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, these fucking bitches are crazy out here. But, with all of that being said, The last story I have for you is not solely about a woman. It's about a man and a woman. It's about a couple. 
It's about a couple who, if you read, you know, if you found the post on Facebook or Instagram and you read the things that I talk about this week, you'll, it's, it's the couple whose game you need to get up on the level of. I think, I think my, my post said, if your sex doesn't result in your house burning down, then you need to get on this couple's level. That's the couple I'm going to talk about right here. And you guys are probably like, house burned down because of sex. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? Well, this, this isn't... Listen, I am 47 years old. I have, I have seen a lot of shit in my lifetime. I, I don't think I've ever even heard of anything like this, let alone seen it. It's a sex game that this couple was doing that resulted in their house burning down. So this gentleman, <clears throat> Maurice Fogarty, from Oklahoma, Sand Springs, Oklahoma, Maurice Fogarty, calls 911 to tell him that his house is on fire uh, because he was playing a sex game with his wife in which he inserts his wife with an M1 flamethrower. And while he was fucking around with this flamethrower, he got excited and it went off and his house is on fire and he called 911 to tell him they need to send the fire department because his, he, he lit his house on fire with napalm, which is what's used in the flamethrower. It shoots out napalm. And the 911 operator didn't believe him until he kept going on about it and she realized, holy shit, this is real. And so the firemen got dispatched, but they couldn't save the house. The house burned to the ground. And, and the, the shocking thing that everybody, I mean, if that wasn't shocking enough, that everybody came to, to uh, learn about Maurice and his wife, uh, they're 96 years old down there in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. 96-year-old Maurice is inserting his wife with an M1 flamethrower. That's a whole new level right there, folks. These motherfuckers burned their house to the ground so he could fuck his, you know, it, while he was fucking his wife with a flamethrower. <clears throat> Maurice got himself a wildcat in a sack. God damn, woman. You're letting a 96-year-old man insert a flamethrower into your vagina. That is some crazy-ass shit. Some crazy-ass shit. And yet, so he's... he in, I guess he inserts it, pulls it back out, is tinkering with it, and goes off. So, first things first, I, I guess one must assume that everybody should say a big hallelujah and, and, and relieve a, a big sigh of relief for Mrs. Fogarty. That Maurice didn't accidentally pull the trigger on the M1 flamethrower filled with fucking napalm while it was inside her pussy. Jesus fucking Christ. One pull of the trigger. The dude's got warmth and dinner at the same time. That is some dangerous shit. Okay, and that ain't like, hey, listen, I got a thing stuck in my... In, you know, I got my phone stuck in my pussy. I got, or, you know, listen, don't ask any questions, but the remote control is jammed up my ass and I can't get it out. This is way beyond that. Way beyond that. And just out of curiosity, if I could, please, which one of you two sick fucks thought it was a good idea to not only insert 
the female of the relationship with an M1 flamethrower. But to do so with an M1 flamethrower, that's locked and loaded. Like, if you had a relic that you bought out of a of an army surplus store that wasn't operational and didn't have napalm in it, and you wanted to do something stupid, I wouldn't understand it, but at least it would make more sense than using an actual live flamethrower. Every single person listening to this has done some freaky-ass shit with their partner. Every person listening that's above the age of 18 or whatever, that you've all done something weird with your partner. You've all done it. Every single person. All right, now everybody who's listening, how many of you fucking people have even thought, I'm not saying have done it, have even thought Man, I'd like to really screw this woman with a flamethrower. Or, man, I wish he would fuck my pussy with a flamethrower. Maurice and his missus are into some freaky shit. And like I said in the post, if your sex doesn't result in your house burning to the ground, then you got to get on the next level. Time to up your game. Because Maurice and his old lady are putting all of us to shame. And at 96, 96. Now, I've never even thought that 96-year-olds would still be having sex or even capable of having sex. I assumed, probably wrongly, but I assumed that if everything that's visible is sagging to the point where it, nothing is holding it up, then surely everything that's not visible sags to the point of unworkable. I know it's a weird thought, but this story made me think of it. it is, how many other 96-year-olds are out there passing the gravy? And maybe they're, maybe they did it because... It doesn't matter how much Viagra Maurice takes, he can't get it up. Who knows? But damn, dude, just head down to your local sex shop and, you know, pick up one of those items. Don't go... Dude, you're going in full bore with a loaded flamethrower. Dial that shit back. That makes me wonder how much shit... This old couple has gone through in the last eight plus decades, seven plus decades of their life that they've reached the point where they're like, eh, I've done that. You know what we really need? Fucking flamethrower. I can assure you that under no circumstances, in any way, shape, or form, is... My wife going to remotely go, uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and do that? And, uh, we'll see how that one goes. No. Nor would I want to. If I was single and met a woman and things got frisky and she said, go to the closet and get the flamethrower. I need it inside of me. I'd be like, all right, I'm out. Thanks for playing. 
no, no, I'll just, you, you go ahead and, 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 and keep the charred flesh. I'll go home with the blue balls, but we're done playing. No, 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 no. Maurice is on another level. So as usual, another week of insane batshit craziness going on. You got dumbasses wearing swimsuits upside down, not knowing that it looks like they're pussies trying to eat a fucking bathing suit. Idiots selling bath water, spraying perfume samples up into their vagina. Wash it, honey. Scrub it down. Get it ready for business. Okay? Just like I do. Just like all the men do. You gotta get up in there. You can't just... We're good. You got the fucking woman walking around the store eating the cake. You got the woman eating the fucking... Drinking the wine out of the Pringles. We talked a little bit about the stank-ass motherfucker who licked the ice cream and put it back in the freezer. We've got our Florida woman for the week fleeing on a tricycle. And none of them, absolutely none of them, top 96-year-old Maurice penetrating his wife with an M1 flamethrower. As a matter of fact, I could do this podcast for the next 30 years, and I don't think I'd find a story that would top that one. Go get it, Maurice. Just empty it out first, you know? Play it safe. Better safe than sorry. Work smarter, not harder. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. We'll be back next week. Until then, as always, stay grateful. Now enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.